Hello, welcome back to Doji Reads. I am your boy, Tomelo Alex Doji, back with another episode. Anyways, today's episode is going to be probably a bit longer than usual. I know I'm having alternating episodes, like the time is not really fixed, but today, just judging by the write-up, I know for sure that it's going to be long because the write-up is long. And... As you probably know by the title, you already know it's about rainbows. <laughs> it's about rainbows, like it's, it's, it has been raining. So, anyways, um, let's get right into the write up. And this write up was written by a close friend of mine. The guy, the guy is a genius. Uda Jini Nanka. Let me not hail him too much. Anyways, he's he's good. He's he writes like I I always like his write ups. He has written one before. I've not done that one yet. I was supposed to, but then that was also very long. But then this one, I really, really like. So I want to just do this before I do that one. So bear with me. Anyways, yeah. So it was written by a friend of mine. He's really smart. And it talks about, you know, the what's new in town. Okay. For what he wrote, it's not really new in town because there's a history behind it and all of that. But this, this, topic has, is, has been bugging me for some time now because it's always in the news there's protests going on there's you know people we all know okay i know who have to deal with this every day who identify as that and you know we mostly have to have an opinion about things and this is something that most people struggle to have an opinion about i struggle to have an opinion about it i don't I'm not sure if this gives me an opinion about it but i know I'm not good at picking sides and so let's just get into the write-up and then see what it's about okay so he starts with the history so I'm just going to read and then it's too long so I'm just going to read and then make deductions as and when so just bear with me anyways he says homosexuality a right or preference historically the enactment of homosexuality began as early as the 600 BC it was and was universally known in the early 1500s it's rumored it is rumored that some historical figures like socrates 
Lord Brian Edward II and Hydrian have had terms such as homosexuals applied to them. The origin of homosexuality, although not entirely known, is said to be either America, Asia, or Europe. So basically, homosexuality was everywhere but Africa. You know, black pride. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, while each indigenous culture have their own names for these individuals, a pan-Indian term was adopted in, ni- in the 1990, which referred to them as two-spirit during the indigenous days of its conception. Oh, wow. Two-spirit is actually classy. Damn. Like, yeah, you have two-spirit. Okay. All right. So, um, during the indigenous days of its conception, just as in Ghana, they referred to they are referred to as Kudobisiers. Okay, Kudobisiers. So but Kudobisiers is more or less about the gays. So this one doesn't talk about the lesbians. Anyways, while the stem have not, while these terms have not been generally accepted, it has been criticized universally by traditional communities who have their own terms for people grouped under this Western modernization. In Asia, particularly Asia, no East Asia. Homosexuality has been referred to, referred to, no, I think revered, uh, I think revered since the earliest recorded history. I'm sorry, the write-up has a few mistakes inside, so I have to correct them as and when. So, since its earliest history, okay, in China, same sex is same sex love, usually known as players of the bitten peach. Are these people really have like nice terms for these things? Who <laughs> has the bitten peach or cut sleeve? All right. These were terms used to describe behaviors and not identities. All right. The practice, the practice, a diverse yet formal pleasure, was used as an instrument of popular population control. Okay, I mean in China, they are known to have a lot of population. So I mean, okay, so doesn't mean that they accepted this or what? Okay, in the earliest Western documents. In form of literary works, paintings, and art objects concerning same-sex relationships, were derived from ancient Greece. In the practice, a diverse yet formal pleasure was used as an instrument of population control. In ancient Rome, it was also practiced in the earliest days of its origin, of its origination. It was practiced between free males and slaves or persons known to play active sex roles. Notwithstanding the transition to Christianity by um, 390 AD, it was made legal. It was made legally condemnable and was made punishable offense. And was made a punishable offense amongst the populace by Emperor Theodosius. Theodosius, Theodosius, Emperor Theodosius. Ah, fuck, Emperor Theodosius the first. Even after the end of his tenure, it was continued by his predecessors. It was generally condemned and was related to the moral story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, so that means during the past that it was it was accepted for some time. And then one emperor came and then declared it offensive and punishable. And after that, basically, his predecessors also continued the act of condemning the act. So, and they, they blamed it or they it was related the condemnation of the act was related to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, as you all know in the Bible and all that. Okay, in ancient Egypt, homosexuality is disputed and a highly controversial subject amongst the people. Many historians have 
made claims of a possible case of homosexuality. It has been said that two high officials under the tenure of Pharaoh Nezer, who known as what Nyak Kum and Kum Hotep, may have practiced the act, but have but that but that leaves a high room for debate. Both men lived together and served under Pharaoh Nizer. Um, these two had families of their own, wives and children, but when they died, both families decided to bury them together and in the same tomb known as Mastaba. In this Mastaba tomb, several paintings show both men embracing each other and touching their faces nose on nose. This, however, leaves plenty of room for speculation since in ancient Egypt, nose on nose touching was normally represented normally represented a kiss or a form of greeting, I suppose. Homosexuality remains a highly diverse and controversial subject among countries. Having read the history and concepts of homosexuality amongst people of different origins and culture, one would realize that homosexuality was perceived even in the pre-colonial or post-colonial era as a sexual preference or orientation and not a right even though Many ancient figures compared the practice of homosexuality to democracy, modernization, and urbanization. The fundamentals of the introduction of homosexuality rely, relies heavily on birth or population control and pleasure. So, so in Egypt, there were two people who, um, beyond physical understandings, or okay, based on physical understanding, judging by physical understandings, were probably gay, because I mean. No two men are close enough to be doing nose and nose touching and all that. Anyways, so <laughs> just based on that, we can we can have we can say that they may have been. I'm not saying that they were, but they may have been. And then this is just the history of it. But it seems, um, judging by this, more like almost every historian or every historic fact of homosexuality was just based on population control and pleasure. That's what this. That's what he got. He got this in the writer. So, the Ghanaian perspective of the act is confrontational and subjective. A recent poll conducted by the Center for Democracy Development (CDD), a private civil society organization, disclosed about 91 percent of persons in Ghana are against the act. Majority of Ghanaians are socially confrontational when it comes to homosexuality. This clearly shows how the Ghanaian people perceive the act and how unpopular it is in society. Many would argue, how about the 9%? The minority of persons who agree with the act, are their views protected? Are they taken into consideration? Um, homosexuality has always been hostile in the eyes of most Ghanaians. Ghanaians have always lived with the Kuchubisiers since the early days of the Ghanaian conception. However, what most people are against is the polarization of the act if taken into consideration. Like this, is, this, this explains like basically my point because I'm not against homosexuality. Like I don't I don't have any ill feelings towards okay for right now. I don't have any ill feelings towards any homosexual, anybody who identifies as a homosexual. I don't have any ill feelings towards any homosexual because like they, they claim they are in love. They say that they are in love, and me, I don't see anything wrong with someone being in love with someone else. Just because we think we are drawn to females, okay, as a male, you are drawn to a female. Is not why, why, like, if we go into the the roots of our affection and why we are drawn into 
like we are more attracted to females than other people you understand that there's no really there's not really a base to it because if you ask a man if you are to ask a man why he married his wife he won't tell you that maybe he won't talk about <coughs> female qualities that maybe she was she had like nice breasts or a nice ass like qualities that are only belonging to females he won't talk about that i give you talk to people who are really in love and ask them why they chose this person they won't tell you that they were drawn to the female qualities of the person or the male qualities of the person if it is a female you ask but they will rather tell you that they were drawn to the, the person's human nature maybe the person's kindness the person's the way of speaking their soul connection their vibe the aura that is between them and all that that's what we speak about and so if that is the case then why do we expect that everyone should find this kind of feeling with the opposite the opposite sex what if i wake up tomorrow and i stumble into a guy a young guy and i find all the qualities that i want in a partner in this guy and then subconsciously i'm developing feelings for this guy does that make me less of a human being do you get it so i don't see why we should associate so much like negativity and hate to these people one might say that maybe they need help they need um guidance and advice to re- reconstruct their whatever whatever they need to be more whatever <laughs> whatever people say or tell them but i have I, right now as it stands i have no scientific backing or um highly spiritual backing to it except for what the bible says and how the bible may seem to be against the act i honestly don't know what to make of it so hopefully this by the end of this reading we would have a more in-depth um view on this so let me just continue okay so this, this clearly shows how the Ghanaian people perceive the act and how unpopular it is in society Okay, we've already read that, so we're taking into consideration. Yeah, minority views should always be protected and considered in decision making, but that but that doesn't that, that but that does not necessarily mean minority views are always right. Asian traditions of the Ghanaian people have always been far fetched from homosexuality. The idealism of most Ghanaians rejecting homosexuality is based on three projections: tradition, naturalization, Christian values, or beliefs. With all these projections considered, it is evidently it is evident why there is or seems to be an outright condemnation of the act. The African perspective of homosexuality is socially confrontational, at least in most African countries. Currently, there are 69 countries that have laws that criminalize homosexuality, sexuality, with that criminalize homosexuality, and nearly half of these countries are in Africa. Africans against homosexualities against homosexuality aren't hateful, unmodernized, or have rights condemnness. Like what I was trying to say is that Africans against that Africans who don't who are not in favor or who are not in acceptance of homosexuality and homosexual people aren't hateful people or unmodernized or like all the terms that people use that maybe we are we are not current or we are back we are living our lives as old school people or something that he's trying to say that that isn't what it is but stand to morals against their culture and beliefs so he's trying to say that the africans who don't who are not in support of the act 
may and should not be seen as hateful or unmodernized but they should be seen as people who stand closely against things okay stand against things which um are not um by natural means which are against their morals and don't conform to whatever they term as natural that's what he's saying over here you must stand tomorrow against their culture and believe whether by natural or natural means that explains why homosexuality is somewhat perceived as a western modernization because when you come to africa when you're talking about homosexual things are like oh those wise people like it's not something we still identify but we don't we've not we don't see that our kind can do something like this it's still a notion that is foreign because you will not watch a Ghanaian movie and see we like we have we've we've always known of effeminate people and ladies who are more masculine but we, we don't accept homosexuality like we've always accepted people who like the kujobi cs as he says but then we don't accept the act like the sexual act that's why that's what i've known to be so laws are a reflection of society the beliefs and customs of the majority people reflect how laws are made and how laws come into existence brexit the british exit from the european union happened because majority of the people wanted it majority of the citizens of uk voted to leave european the european union through a referendum it became a law because majority of the people in the united kingdom wanted to leave however there were people who were against brexit minorities raised their concerns but because majority of the citizens opted to leave so it became law laws are designed to favor or compel and can be materialized or come into use when majority of the people it is designed to rule or be obeyed by accepts it that's how democracy works homosexuality has always been illegal since the 1960s section 104 of the criminal code of ghana states emphatically unnatural carnal knowledge one whoever has unnatural carnal knowledge a of any person of the age of 16 years or over without his consent shall be guilty of degree felony and shall be liable on conviction to imprisonment for a term not less than five and not more than 25 years or b of any person of 16 years or over with his consent is guilty of a misdemeanor or c of any animal is guilty of a demeanor a misdemeanor then two on carnal knowledge is a sexual intercourse with a person in an unnatural okay unnatural canal is sexual intercourse with a person in an unnatural manner or with an animal well this law is trash i mean i i i throw no shade or any whatever but then if this is the law that is defending or supposed to be used against people of homosexual conduct then it's trash because this law is totally left open to perspective because if i am to say the natural way of sexuality or having sex is a man like putting his dick in a woman forgive my profanities then if i find out a friend of mine is having oral sex with his girlfriend i am legally bound to send him to the like report him and he should be imprisoned for not less than five years and 25 years because by my standards he is having 
unnatural carnal knowledge. I feel like the law should be more specific with its criminalizations. Anyways, let's move on. The Ghanaian culture and family values frowns upon homosexuality. The traditional community, Muslims, and the Christian faith have always rejected homosexuality even though they are distinct. Homosexuality is one of the issues where people from the Christian faith, Muslim, traditionalist, and even atheists agree should be shunned and condemned. Of the 91% of Ghanaians who disapprove the act are people from different backgrounds as stated above. This proves it's highly considered unnatural amongst the populace and even the existing laws refer to it as unnatural carnal knowledge. In spite of this, people have learned to accept the Kojo BCS in society. This shows a vast majority of the Ghanaian populace. This shows a vast majority of the Ghanaian populace detest homosexuality, but not homosexual persons. This brings into light the rhetoric homosexuality. The rhetoric homosexuality defines a preference and not an identity. Yeah, this thing I've always been on this. Like people want to say, like people want to carry their sexuality on their head like that's who they are the gay people and then the lesbians okay they're homosexuals they want to like i mean it's part of who you are but that's not who you are like you don't just like like you don't just walk into a place and just announce to people that you like you're a man you like men you see you, you don't you like you know your parents have sex but then your dad doesn't come like when you guys are all in the living room and then just start scrubbing your mom and you know showing that yeah that's what they do you know but that's what in today's world gay people like like to do i don't know if it's because they think society is somewhat against them and so they have to do more to show that they are here but then it makes no sense to me how they would like to wear makeup and like the, the moment you see a gay person they want you to, you to know that they are a gay person as if they are trying to say that they are proud, but then there's not really a reason to be proud or ashamed of the act. It's a part of who you are, but that shouldn't be your entire identity. If you carry that identity over all your other qualities, then are you really fighting for your cause? Anyways, let's move on. Where did I? And where was I? Okay, preference on identity. Also, let's not be judgmental, but the initiation of sexual intercourse not between a man and a woman or otherwise is purely unnatural yes if you are being honest or whatever if homosexuality is legalized because of its unpopularity amongst people there is going to be a sense of domination to get people into accepting the act domination comes in various forms through persuasion force falsehood and mannerisms there could be instances where biologically born males at a point in their lives decide okay let me talk about this before if homosexuality is legalized, what he's saying is that if homosexuality is legalized, because of its unpopularity right now, the population, majority of the population is against the act in Africa. So if it's legalized, then there are going to be laws to protect homosexuals, which means the majority of the people of the populace in Africa who do not support it, when there's any violent act caused or like they're going to definitely be in the position of it because they're going to have, want to be heard. And so there's is, I probably it's going to be worse than it is now because they are going to actually find the gay people and then brutalize them for them to be for them to be because that they are the majority and so it will bring about a cycle of lawmakers having to enforce the laws 
so then the majority would now have to be incarcerated because of the minority which i don't i don't know if that's a good idea or not but all i know is that it's going to cause a lot of chaos so let's continue where did i end where did i end where did i uh, 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 uh. okay um there could be instances where biologically born males at a point in their lives decide to be called and identified as females they can request to be accepted in girls school amongst other things oh now this is giving me ideas <laughs> research from health agencies show the vast spread of hiv amongst the populace and the majority of persons got infected through practicing homosexuality this is detrimental because majority of infected persons find it hard to access treatments due to tagging and rejection of the act as a christian i believe in loving our neighbors i believe in loving our neighbors as ourselves regardless of what or how they are and love should be unconditional even with or amongst homosexual persons my christian believers however my Christian beliefs, however, directs me to the moral story of Sodom and Gomorrah. The Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because, because of homosexuality. I also believe God created Adam and Eve, and for this reason, a man should leave his father and mother to cling to his wife and not another man. Clearly, my Christian beliefs is against the act. Violence against homosexual persons should not be tolerated. It's cliche. Everyone has a right to a preference. However, pre- pre- uh, however, preferences may have limitations and rights are limited in certain situations. Young girls and boys are being lured into accepting the act because of varying reasons, including the thirst for riches. So, for riches. Society may not tolerate the act, but violence against homosexual persons would yield nothing but mere abuse and intolerance. As to whether homosexuality is a right or a mere sexual preference, it's yours to decide. It is yours to decide all right so this this makes sense i mean the write-up is like it's reader once you read it you really understand the point of view like where he's coming from the only problems i have with it is the law aspect of it if ghana is saying that they are not in accepting acceptance of the act and they need better laws they need to construct better laws because this law if i was a lawyer i can maneuver my way through winning a court case <laughs> like i'm not giving anyone ideas but then still that's what i think and i think if it's legalized even if it's legalized it's going to be it's going to be hard because in africa then it's going it, it could even be a reason for war in ghana because ghana has had a long reign of peace and this could be like a reason for war because Ghanaians don't like we we love peace but if the majority is saying no then for this for the time being no just accept that and it's all over in the media the white people are trying to make africans look bad for it i mean it's it's not fun to live in a world where you are not accepted so honestly i feel for homosexual people because i don't think anyone is actually out there choosing to be homosexual because if you're in africa and you're in ghana and then you know all of this everything going on the the hate and then the violence going on or attached to the things or the sexuality of the sexual preferences when it's not normal in quotes you know the violence that's associated with it and you still subscribe to that i don't think it's a choice i think it's more or less something they can't control and so i feel, i feel for them i feel like 
if someone is like that you wish like they need they need a break <laughs> like <laughs> that's the least we could give them it's like there's there's but the person is probably just going through a lot just thinking from their point of view but anyways this has been fun christianity and all that also talks against it to some extent so what can i say um let's see yeah this was a lot of history anyways the person who wrote it i didn't mention the guy's name in the beginning you see anyways it's probably in the description so you guys don't call me out for it but the guy's name is uncle courage uncle courage he's he's dope um he i'm i'm trying to get his um um, blog blog link or site or whatever if i do get it i'll post it in the description so you guys can check out all of his stuff he's really good like he's really good with writing and law so yeah i really appreciate his stuff i think this is, this is going to be like 30 minutes 30 minutes long anyways let me just do the wrap up if you like this follow share subscribe whatever like promote me promote me you won't die so let's take like two minutes just share somewhere talk about it like get a telephone telephone this is supposed to be educational like educate people you know what i'm saying be a good citizen um yeah and don't forget to send a voice note to the link in the main description your emails or your write-ups to my email address and i'll do well to respond thank you for listening peace Talking all that shit. Niggas these days talk more than a bitch. Internet gangster, click boy, click. Shut the fuck up, dawg. Shit, boy, shit. Me and fake niggas, we just don't mix. They hugging too tight, now it's dick on dick. I take what I take, cause it helps me think. You should be careful what you put in your drink, little boy. Certified woman, nice, yeah. Turn her on that little bitch from nice. Yeah, I feed it to love just before I pipe up. Me and my niggas ahead of the time, yeah. Put the future behind us. We don't fuck with that boy, take him off of the lineup, King. He's got a hole inside him, look at his timeline, King. I just came from Kenya, I'm headed to Ghana, King. And now I'm serious, the shine is to real, it might fuck with your iris. Witness amazing things, fuck with a winner, darling. Push start, I'm whipping the devil's card. How you say it, bomb man? Please don't mention our names. You'll be there fucking with a shark tank. We get straight to it, point blank. E.